I just received a phone call that asked me to call this number. You are speaking with Officer Mike Sean from Social Security Administration, batch number 941631. And when did you receive your phone call? Just now. Hello. All right. And can you please provide me your first name and last name so I can check in my system while you are receiving your phone call? Robin, the last name. And can I call you Robin? Is that all right for you? Yes. All right, Robin, what was the phone call about that? Did you receive any kind of voicemail or any text message? It was a voicemail that said my Social Security has been involved with fraudulent activity or something. All right, Robin, just give me a moment so I can check in my system while you are receiving a phone call. In the meantime, stay connected on this line. This guy actually thinks I'm falling for this, and he thinks I'm not recording this. Thank you for holding the line, Robin. Are you still there? Yes. All right, Robin, you have been reached to the Social Security Administration. Here are some protocols to verify that we are speaking with the right person or not. So after that, I can provide you all the confidential information, Robin. Oh. <sighs> what? So first of all, Robin, verify your date of birth. And verify your social. No, I will not do that. Right now, ma'am, I'm having some confidential information with me. That is the reason we need to verify that. We are providing all the information to the right person. And these are the protocols that we need to follow. This recording of our conversation have to present to the court official as an evidence for you. And right now, Robin, let me tell you. How do they think that they can get away with this crap? Your social has been compromised by someone who is doing criminal activities in your name. So that is the reason we try to reach you to provide you all the information and as well as to help you out in this case. Also, I'm not forcing you. I'm not pushing you. If you want to provide me your personal information, that is up to you. Otherwise, we are not authorized to provide you any information about this case, ma'am. I've got so much to do. How long should I let this last? I can give you the last four digits of my social. Right now, ma'am, you have to provide your full social security number to me because we are the authorized officer to ask any personalized information on this federal line. <laughs> then you can fight me. Well, then I'm done. I'm not giving my social security over that the phone. That is up to you, ma'am. I'm not forcing you. I'm just doing my job over here. Okay, thank you. Anything else? No, ma'am. You can simply hang up the phone call because we are not authorized to provide any information be- before you verify that we are speaking with the right person or not. That's as good as I get. Sorry. Good luck. You can hang up the line, ma'am. Not a problem with that. The next time somebody calls you like this, make sure you record them. Get them riled up at the end. They always do get pissed. Just wait and see. I've just traced the call. Thank you. Yes, officer, I got it. Yes, still connected. Yes, you are saying something? Oh, yes, I was talking to an officer, telling him that I did get the line traced, and I've got the number. But thank you. We have all the information we need. Can you please tell me what is that location that you traced? It doesn't matter, sir. I, I've got my end taken care of because... because you are not having any, any information because you are not having any location. Uh, That's the reason. I, I have recorded this entire phone conversation. It's not my first rodeo. And I've got your line. No, where is the location that you are telling me? Phone call, where is the location? Why would I tell you when I'm dealing with somebody on the because other side? Know, because you don't know. Yes, I do. I know exactly what's going on. And I've got you on tape. <laughs> okay, thank you. We can go now. You can hang up the line. And keep laughing, dickwad. You asshole. 
All right, so now that I've brought you into all of that nonsense, I just want to add a little bit in saying that that is an invasion of our privacy. When did all of this become okay? I think I remember back when the laws were, you can't call someone's cell phone if you're soliciting anything at all. And now today I must get 10 to 12 calls a day that are hang-ups or solicitations or this kind of an idiot who thinks he really can scare the bejesus out of me. And I will say that it happened to me eight months ago, and the person did scare me. Because the first time it happens, you really believe somebody's got your social security number. Oh, my God. The first time they told me that I was involved in some kind of a murder, that it was my license and it was my social security and there was blood in the car and there was a body nearby and there were drugs in the trunk. And I mean, why wouldn't you believe it? It's so ridiculously crazy that you have to fall at least a drop for it. And being an idiot, I did give my name and social security. And I'm in my 50s. Can you just imagine if it happened to one of your kids, how freaked out they'd be if a guy like this called them without us being around to say, oh, no, it's nothing. Just push it aside. It's just a jerk who's abusing power who's getting paid $8 an hour to say he's badge number officer of this and all that other crap that goes along with it. Our children may fall for it, but the thing is, I think they may be even more savvy than us because they've been around it since they were toddlers. They've seen us yelling at the phone, dealing with on-hold situations, watching us hang up the phone on somebody that's not a real person. They've seen it from the youngest age. When we were kids, we still had rotary phones. Jeez, when the phone rang, it was a big deal back then. Ugh. I just don't know how to stop it. I've tried every app that can stop these phony phone calls or these call center numbers from calling me, and none of them work. None of them. I've even gone to my carrier, AT&T. Don't even get me started with that company. I'm miserable with them. Miserable. But there's nothing I can do because I signed a stupid contract. And I'm sure you've done the same thing. So I'm waiting it out. But they said, well, if you pay us a little extra a month, we can put up some kind of a block that will stop some of them. Like I'm not paying you enough, you moron of a company. I'm not going to pay you more to do a little. If you could do it all, I'd pay. But they can't. Nobody really can. Unless you know of something that I don't know about. I would be so in your debt if you could tell me how to stop this craziness. I mean, when a client calls me from a number I don't know, I pick up the phone with this voice. Hello? Now, how good is that for my business? Because I'm already assuming it's some kind of a prank call or a call center from India or China. And my client is put off and says, oh, well, uh, hello, uh, I was looking for Robin Marshall. And then I realize that I could have just blown a future client because of my attitude. And I have to explain why I sounded the way I sounded. Tell me you haven't gone through the same thing. It's just insanity that we fall prey, we being the smarter people that get paid more money or that have more depth than the average schmuck out there, 
like the ones that are making minimum wage and calling us and disturbing our day and making us maniacs. Seriously. None of it makes any sense to me. It's the same thing that just happened to one of my children. All right, here I am. I'm going to ramble on with this story. She goes to the doctor for the very first time. She just wants to find a new primary care physician. They ask her to show up a half an hour ahead, which she did. She filled out all the paperwork. She took the paperwork to the secretary who's sitting at the front, the receptionist, whatever her title is. It's not anything with an MD or an RN attached to it. Hands her the paperwork. The woman looks at her, looks at the computer, and says to my daughter, You don't have coverage. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do for you. And my daughter is reduced to the point of, Well, of course I have coverage. I've been covered since I was born. I haven't turned the age where I'm not covered under my mother anymore. And the person gives it back to her. Well, I'm sorry, but you're not coming up at the computer and you don't show up as having coverage, and there's nothing we can do for you now, especially because your appointment time is over. Because we've taken up so much time discussing the fact that you have no coverage. Can you believe this? My daughter leaves, calls me from outside in the hall, very upset, and I didn't blame her because she doesn't like confrontation to begin with. Who does? except for me. And she says, Mom, I thought that I was still covered under you. I said to her, you are covered. And we're going to get the insurance person on the phone right now. I said to her, call the number on the back of the card and ask her to three-way me into the call. And she did. And God bless this woman. She was so nice. I'm so not used to having people be nice to me on the phone when I'm calling for help. Honestly, it's just the opposite nowadays. Like I've been saying my whole life, there should be a mandatory course in high school on customer service and common sense. Wouldn't this world be a better place with those two things drilled into our brains in our last year of high school? Maybe even the first year of high school and do it twice so we don't forget anything. Anyway, my daughter feels better. She's got coverage. I say to her while this woman's on the phone, you got to go back in there. And tell them that this woman just faxed over proof to show that you have coverage. She says, I don't want to go back in there. I said, you need to step up. You need to do this because if you don't, she's going to do it to the next young lady that walks in there. Come on. You're my kid. We hang up the phone. She goes back in. She's miserable. She does not want to face this woman but she goes in and she makes another appointment and then she calls me when she comes out. I said, all right, what happened? She goes, well, the woman said, well, yes, I got the facts. I don't understand what happened. But yes, um, the doctor can see you on Monday. I said to her, you're telling me she never said she was sorry? No, mom, she never said she was sorry, but I was just happy to get out of there. I was furious. Like if there was a way Remember I Dream of Jeannie, where she would put her one hand on one arm and one on the other and nod her head and blink? If I could have done that, I would have been right through that phone line, even though there are no more phone lines. But I would have been there. You know what I mean. I would have wanted to slap that woman behind the counter just to get her to listen and shape up. I said to her, you need to promise me 
that when you go on Monday for your appointment, and I mean this now, you need to tell the doctor when you are in the office with the doctor, tell him what that receptionist did to you. And there's silence on the other end of the phone. And I said to her, I'm not kidding. You need to promise me now. This is not right. It's not fair to let it happen to somebody else. And can I just please be clear with you that that doctor doesn't make money without people like you that come in the damn door to see them. So if that idiot behind the desk keeps shooing people away because she doesn't know how to do her job properly, which is clearing medical, then that doctor should fire that girl. End of story. Tell the doctor the truth of what happened. You could be doing a great service to this doctor who doesn't know. She promised me. Do I believe her? I'm not sure. Before Monday, I will call her to find out what time her appointment is. And then when she's in the waiting room, I'm going to call her again. And then after her appointment, I will call her. I know my daughter's voice. I know when she's lying to me. I know when she's embellishing a story. And that's when I will realize what my kid is made of. Because she'll have a story to tell me if she told the truth. You see how we're always trying to validate our children, no matter how old they are, and no matter how far ahead we've gotten? Why do we continue to be the parents? And as long as our parents are alive, we will always be the child. So I'm as bad as my parents were. I'm worse than my kids. And here I am. It is what it is. I am who I am. And I think it's too late to change me. <laughs> I'm exhausted just even thinking about trying to change myself. <laughs> I'm just curious. Are you the same way with your children? Do you just want to shake them sometimes just to make sure that they understand what's important in life and what isn't? Or that they understand what's important to you that you feel is important to them? I mean, it might be the most important thing in the world to me at that moment. And to her, it could be like, what the fuck? What is my mother blowing up about? I don't know. I just wonder if it's just me or if you are like me too. Let me just mention, as long as I've got you here, if you like the podcast, subscribe. Click the damn button. It doesn't cost you anything. I promise you, it's free. And I have stuff in my Sugar Mom store. I'm moving. I don't know if you've followed my previous podcast, but I am moving, like leaving this house in Dallas and going to Florida. And I have so much Sugar Mom product in my garage that I don't want to take with me. So anything that you see in the store at sugarmom.net. Even if I've not changed the price, just write me and tell me what you want. Robin Marshall, sugarmom at gmail.com. Or tell me right there on the podcast where you can write a little note. Tell me who you are. Tell me what you want. Give me your email address. However you want to do it. The only thing I will charge you is what it costs to ship 
the product. I'm giving everything away. You can have whatever you want. I have shirts. I have skincare products. I have makeup. I have umbrellas that say Sugar Mom. I have t-shirts and spaghetti strap shirts. I have jewelry. I have everything that says Sugar Mom or has to do with the lifestyle. It's yours for free because I don't want to pack it up. Just write me a note on the podcast platform or Robin Marshall Sugar Mom at gmail.com. And you find the store at sugarmom.net. Just click on store. Tell me anything you want. I just don't have the energy to go on the back end of the website to change all the numbers. You know, like there's only so much I can do. Ooh, I'm on overload, as you can clearly see. But I'm happy to do that if you just subscribe to the podcast. Anything you want. Like I have products there that are $35 that I'm going to give you for free. Just pay for the shipping. That's it. And subscribe. That's the end of my rant. I'm done. I've exhausted myself once again. I don't even think I need to edit this, to be honest with you. I don't know how to take anything out of what I've just put in. And I'll talk to you the next time. Love always, Robin Marshall. Your very own Sugar Mom.